Kun Mather died on February 13, 1728. Mather had indeed overtaken the names of his grandfathers. Two minstrel giants bred in an intellectual world debating whether Africa's heat or Ham's curse had produced the ugly ape-like African beasts who were benefiting from enslavement. He led the way producing the racist ideas of Christianity simultaneously subduing and uplifting the enslaved African. And now a word from Langston Hughes' grandson and some thought-provoking artwork from Jean Bosque's niece that will be throughout the panel. The puzzle piece that just doesn't fit, doesn't match the picture on the box, and yet still, here it is, the puzzle piece. Alone by itself, the piece isn't so bad, but see, that's not the problem. Because as I said before, here it is. I wish I could just throw it away, but I cannot. What can I do with something that I see no worth in and I can't remove? Should I function as though it doesn't exist? And what of the piece when I see the piece? Would seeing this piece shatter my reality of it not existing? So then I must acknowledge its existence and not so to bring myself pleasure for its existence tortures me for reasons that even I don't know. But to make this piece's existence painful in every moment shall be the only thing that will fight off the torture. Welcome to the What's Up With America podcast. Today our guests include Dr. Angela Davis, Leona Africanus, Black Power activist, Dr. Martin Luther King, Black Girl Magic, Francis Gill, and Barbara Smith. Panelists, talk to us about racism. In your experience as an activist, what are some of the most effective methods used to combat racism? We must fight the raging fires of racism with the cool winds of compassion. We can't afford to let the evils of white supremacy corrupt our souls. As Black people, we must look at ourselves through our own eyes. Dr. King, your religious philosophy of nonviolence results in a great idea, but that's just it, an idea. The results of the process that you have going right now are harmless and cause an ineffective protest. We have to trash all that deep-rooted assimilationist white standards imposed on us. Then where do we go from here? You may not believe in my methods, but I want you to know that we as a people will get to the promised land. Angela said the Birmingham church bombing is an example of the whole ruling class in this country. By being guilty of racism, they're also guilty of the murder of those little girls. Yes, that's why racism must be attacked by any means necessary. 
I am fascinated by Malcolm X's description of the way Black people have internalized the racial inferiority thrust upon us by a white supremacist society. To quote Malcolm X, I am for the truth, no matter who tells it. I am for justice, no matter who it is, for or against. I am a human being first and foremost. And as such, I'm for whoever and whatever humanity as a whole. I agree. Colored people all over the world must rise up and demand our basic human rights. I do believe desegregation has primarily benefited black elites, leaving millions wallowing in wretched poverty. What powerful words, Dr. King. We'll continue this conversation after a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of obnoxious Negro hair blocking your movie screen? Are those unruly neighbors dropping your property value? Wait a minute, what? Your child make any new friends? Yo, is anybody here? Oh, your community might be suffering from the Negro migration. What kind of What? Contact your local government officials so we can upload our American way of life. Who hey, no okay, this yeah, this needs to be, this needs no. to be scrapped. They don't oh need to sponsor this. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So out of pocket. I've got this itch. I can't scratch. Well, calling it an itch doesn't do it justice. How about a condition? This condition doesn't have any symptoms. It can be said to be a condition and a symptom, but no matter how you call it, this is a problem. Oozing with inferiority, I am less than and always shall be. This blackness as the night sky serves me no purpose, hinders me at every step. My best efforts pose no benefit. 100% effort or zero effort this black disease plagues this great country, and I am a part of it. The birthright of the white man, power, and I desire that. But this, my birthright, is a curse, for blackness equals pain. What deep, stimulating words before more from our panelists on this next question. Describe the impact not having Black studies in colleges and universities has on Black students. In 1975, after my acquittal, I returned to academia and the same ideas persisted. Segregationists were still imagining genetic differences between the races and assimilationists were still trying to ascertain why there only 
hope for Black uplift, integration had failed. As long as racism and political repression keep human beings behind bars, none of us are free from racist ideas. Concerning Africa and Africans, there is no nation under heaven more prone to being utterly destitute of the use of reason, of extremities of wit, and of all arts. Africans behave themselves as if they continuously lived in the forest with wild beasts. Anything concerning or created by Black people ran by black people and filled with black people is just what the fuck okay look we're searching for perspective in the curriculum and we just do not see it the focus in our classrooms is almost exclusively white and almost never black which alienates us racist ideas not only justify discrimination against black people but justify discrimination against black establishments and against ideas promoted by the Black actors, such as Black studies. You know what? Are you a sheep? The fact that we're parading this woke thought of critical race theory is super problematic for the Black community. Dissatisfaction among these students with historical and cultural roots, which are not white and European, is inevitable which isn't surprising because educational institutions were not created with a black student in mind. Just another excuse. Well, in Southern California, the lack of black studies pushed us into activism. We built the SNCC, BSUs, and took over student governments, requesting and demanding an anti-racist and revelant education at both historically black or historically white colleges. Like I said before, black people are their own enemy. You brought up the SNCC and I mean, it failed and it wasn't at the hands of the white man. I mean, come on, the fact that black people scream, everything is systematic oppression. It's just another excuse and them not taking ownership. We are teaching black children that they don't have to work as hard because affirmative action or whatever is going to save them. I mean, like I said, these ideas are the true enemy of the black community. It may be true to an extent that the SNCC failed. It's only because white supremacy has limited the resources and opportunity of our people. And we feel the need to steal and fight amongst ourselves because historically speaking, we haven't had the opportunities. Look at Willie Lynch and the damage he caused. The government follows his ideas. So every time we build an organization, they plant a Judas that triggers the inherent coaching we get from Lynch's rhetoric. And in the SNCC's case, it was gender infighting, the age old teaching that men are inferior if a black woman rises. When the truth of the matter is, we as a Black people are so much stronger when we're still with them. And it's double jeopardy to be Black and a female. Since the advent of Black power, Black men are maintaining that they have been castrated by society, but that Black women somehow escape persecution? Actually, the Black woman in America can justly be described as the slave of a slave. 
a victim of the double jeopardy of racial and gender discrimination. What a stirring conversation. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of lying and trying to hide your real self? Well, then buy Yvonne's Be Real Mystique and get back to your natural you. That's Yvonne's Be Real Mystique. question how has religion affected racist ideas the greatest gift that colonization gave to african americans is the opportunity to live in this country and no longer have to be savages that didn't understand the difference between you know the light and the dark we didn't have christianity or god or jesus or any of those things in the jungle but europeans gave us this they saved our souls from hell I mean, really, they saved us from ourselves. So you're saying that they saved us by putting us in chains, literal chains that allowed and justified them to strip us away from our families and then to rape and beat us? They weren't saving our souls, honey. They were trying to break our souls to bend us to their will. How can you sit and say it was a gift they were trying to give when they turn around and use a Black church that celebrates this so-called religion to bomb? Excuse me, moderator. killing four black girls in Oh, excuse me, panelists. What is this? Everyone, I just received some startling news. Today, April 21st, 2021, Derek Chauvin has been found guilty of the murder of George. Oh. Ooh, just okay. 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 Time. Wow. There's more. Just hours after the verdict, a Columbus police officer shot a 16-year-old black girl. Oh my God. God. One thing is another. 